This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 47. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Today we're going to talk about uh, a little bit more focused about teaching, working with kids, specifically at the introductory level. And one of the things that I have found when I've approached people about floorball is they're overall struggle with adapting the sport in the beginning or at least being able to introduce the sport in an effective manner to those that are new to new maybe they've never held a stick in their hands before or they're just not quite understanding the nuances of of the sport and why it's different from other sports that are out there now the most the, clo- the sport that closely resembles floorball is hockey. Floor hockey, ball hockey, street hockey, roller hockey, whatever you want to call it. That's definitely one of the closer cousins, if you will, to the sport or vice versa, however you want to go about it. Now, the differences, and we've talked about this in a lot of other po- podcasts, are the rules and the equipment. But, and while it's great to introduce those things to it, the reality is, is that for this sport to grow, it's going to be taught by kid, taught to kids. Whether that's in a school setting, whether that's you know the NHL going into a school and or starting a, a stick program or something to kind of correlate the two, or if you're lucky to have uh, someone going out and actually instructing in your local area beyond the schools. The goal is teaching people how to play the sport. Now, a couple of challenges that you've run into, and I've certainly run into in the long term, is how to figure how to teach people at the very beginning. That's one of the biggest str- struggles, especially new instructors will run into, is developing a class or a system of instruction to teach at the very basic levels. It's not easy. It's I kind of equate it to kindergarten, where you're having to teach people what a number is and how are you going to teach somebody what a number is you already know what these things are but how do you go about teaching it in an effective manner where they're going to understand they're going to learn they're going to be able to to grow at their own pace and we have to remember everybody learns in different ways everybody develops at different stages and so when you come into a class and you've got you know say 5 year olds and you're trying to teach them how to simply hold the stick, there are some challenges to to do that because, again, they may or may not have ever done this before. This may be a very new and a very foreign concept to uh, to some of these kids. And we have to kind of come in assuming that that is the case and be able to strategize effectively so that we can teach them. Now, one of the things that I do when I'm breaking it down to the very, very basics is ensuring that kids have a proper uh, foundation of knowledge that they can build off of. Now, it's one thing to hand somebody a stick and just say, go at it. It's another to actually talk about how your positioning of your hand, your top and your bottom hand, works within the stick and why it's important. And actually then encourage kids to do that. It's the same thing as then working through their hands, down through their feet, all the way down into the body and how they're positioned, how they're standing, how they have to hold the stick in a certain a certain way. All of that builds into the actual 
the skill where we start to dribble or stick handle the ball. If we can't have that first step of how to hold the stick, how to stand properly, you know, bending the knees the right way, not leaning too far forward, staying balanced in our stance, if we can't do those things and make it successful, the next step is going to be, you know, less successful for, for them as well. And then the further you go, they're already behind it. So it's really important to make sure that when we're doing this, we're teaching even as young as you can go. Frankly, I won't go lower than five. Beyond that, bless you if you want to do that. Um, But just getting them to understand and have the proper form, proper technique and why that matters. And one of the things I'm constantly reminding players, it doesn't matter whether they're five or 13, it's being able to move with the stick with two hands at all times. And yes, we play floorball, hockey, whatever. You use one hand, you're trying to do different things with one hand on the stick. But I always try to come back to the basics. Let's nail down the basics. Let's be consistent with the basics because then we can build on that and do so much more to it. And it's one of those things where it's a constant reminder, a constant coming back to uh, kind of getting that bug in in their ear that eventually it's all going to start to click. And it's really fun to see that when you see kids that actually catch it, especially at the young age, when they get it, they are then a step or two ahead of the rest because they understand the concepts of what, what they're actually talking about. So they're able to take that advanced knowledge and then improve their game exponentially. So they're already learning how to move the stick, move the body, move their hands in relation to all the other things that we end up talking about when I teach a class. And, uh, and it's, it's very noticeable and it's actually really fun to see them because it helps kind of spark an excitement in them and what they're doing. And that's the goal. But without that basic knowledge and that understanding to be able to make those connections, we're going to be missing out on some of that stuff. And don't get me wrong. Teaching kids at the very introductory basic beginner level is tough and it is a consistent grind to have a clear message, to make sure that they understand what you're doing, but at the same time, make it fun, make it active, make it, you know, engaging the whole time. And I'm amazed when I watch people coach and whether it's my kid that's playing, you know, soccer or baseball or anything else. And I watch people teach or or coach and instruct. And the whole time they're just standing, they're lining up. One of the things over the summer, I saw my son I was four years old. He wanted to do T-ball. Sure, let's go do T-ball. I was amazed at what they did. They basically stood him up. They had two tees, and they worked on hitting. And the kids got to hit maybe five balls, and then they went to the back of the line. Mind you, there's 11, 12 kids that are on this team. So the majority of the time that we're sitting at this practice, the kids are basically standing around. Well, you know, four-year-olds, what are they doing in a baseball field? They're building dirt mounds they're playing in the dirt they're kind of goofing off they're not actually doing anything and when yet when I talked to my kid I said how was practice he goes it was awesome we had so much fun and the whole time I'm going yeah but you didn't really do anything and that's okay I'm okay with that because again the goal is have fun did he have fun great he's four years old what do I care However, we, we jump forward into my older son, who's seven, and we should be at a point where we're actually 
doing things. He's able to work on skills beyond just we're drill, 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 and he's standing around for a good percentage of the time. Um, and so my focus in, in what I'm teaching, especially when we're looking at introductory level types of things, but I do this with the national teams a lot of times too. Uh, when I coach the U19 women, every person's got a ball, everyone's moving, and we're all kind of doing different uh, drills or activities where we're able to work on our own skills and we're able to kind of build at our own pace and our own development. And what I found at two uh, multiple levels to this and why I think it's really important. The first is everyone's moving. The more we're moving and the more you maximize time and, and how you cram in as many different things as you can, the more fun it is, frankly. It makes, makes the practices go by a heck of a lot faster for everybody. It makes it a lot more work for the coach because you're trying to maximize, so you want to make sure you're prepared and you're planning ahead to move from one thing to the next as quickly as possible. The bigger part, though, is the kids are able to develop and build confidence. The more confidence they have in themselves and their ability, they're able to open themselves up to trying new things, to challenging themselves, to really pushing their own uh, development. And that increases engagement, which increases fun. And on the hope then increases overall play, which makes everything that much better. And it astonishes me why people that are coming in and teaching five, six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds, and they're focusing so much on drills instead of making sure that kids have a basic knowledge of, and a solid foundation for the skills that they're doing and then building it from there, but also getting creative with whatever they're trying to teach. Now I can take a, a group of you know, 10 six-year-olds and I can run them through all sorts of different uh, play-based games. They're all moving, they're all having fun, they're laughing, uh, the parents love it, the kids love it, and they're learning the skills. And what happens that translates that so when we're actually scrimmaging, I get them to recall, hey, remember when we did that activity? That's what we're working on. This, And hopefully that, again, starts to connect the dots. So now instead of a kid, when they see the ball during a scrimmage, they're just hitting it away. I say, hey, remember when we did that drill where you're dribbling and you're trying to keep it and, and get away from everybody else? Wait a minute, that's exactly the idea we're working with. Instead of just hitting the ball away when it comes to you, take it dribble it, move with it, try to find somebody on your team, do something with it other than just hit it away. And then the long term of that, they start to connect those dots. It doesn't always happen right away and it may take quite a while depending on the, on the child if they're able to make those connections. But once they do, it is so blatantly obvious that they've made that connection and understand it that again, they are head and shoulders above the others that haven't. And it is very obvious. And it's really fun to see that, that development because, again, they get excited about it. They're starting to perform. They're trying new things. And now they're engaging other kids. And in, in the whole point of what we're doing with just team sports, we're engaging our team, we're playing, and we're working together. So it's really important when you're working with those introductory levels, even into the inter intermediate levels, to really make sure that we are breaking it down to the very basic, to the core, to ensure we have solid foundation for development and then be able to connect the dots to that upper level kind of IQ as we move forward. So again, it's a constant struggle. Every week is different. When I teach, I never know how, what, what the kids are doing, how they're feeling, where they're coming from. So every week it's a, it's a different potential challenge. 
And, and I love that because it keeps me on my toes and makes sure that I'm prepared. But understand that you're going to have up, up and down weeks. Things are going to work. Things are going to click. Sometimes they're not. Um, it's kind of a trial and error a lot of times. But again, you keep working at it. You keep having fun. And that's the biggest part. We're here to have fun. Here to enjoy what we're doing. Uh, even when I'm, I'm running a league, we're still here to have fun. We're here to have a good time. Uh, but I really, really want to make sure when I teach the sport and anybody that's out there teaching the sport, I, I hope you're, we're teaching floorball, basketball, soccer, or hockey, whatever it is, the way that it's supposed to be played. And we were more focused on giving kids a better foundation to be successful than simply just trying to win games or get them through this drill this time or any of that other stuff. So if you're interested in more information about floorball, you want to get programs started, you need some help, check out my website, www.floorballguru.com. Reach out to me, david at floorballguru.com. I'd love to talk to you. love to see if there's a way for me to help. And more importantly, get out there, have fun, and keep floorballing.